Welcome, Mistorians. Host Austin Hevesi and host Brenda She/Her have been waiting for you. Come along for secret histories of nerd mysteries. You know, uh, yes. I have HBO Max. Um, yes. Well, had. Okay, so. What was it? It was like <laughs> Halloween? It was Halloween. Because yeah. we were going to watch that Halloween special for Jellystone. Jellystone, yes. And HBO Max was like, you fucking bet what, mate? Um, and it just had kicked me out. It was like, you no longer have audition. You can no longer. Or wow. you. <laughs> <laughs> I also had audition problems this morning, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, you can no longer watch HBO Max unless you give us money. And I was like, I have free HBO Max because AT&T, uh, because Time Warner owns too much stuff. So, like, I, <laughs> I benefit from that and I get free HBO Max. That's how it works. Um, it was a saga. First, they were like, oh, you just have to re-verify your account. Because, like, I had free HBO Max for a year. I had it more for like 18 months. They just didn't notice, I guess, because I have AT&T fiber internet. So it was mm-hmm. like, uh, here's free HBO Max for a year. And I was like, cool. Uh, and then it just kept going and I didn't say anything. And then they noticed, I assume. But then I got a new phone. And with my current phone plan, I just get free HBO Max forever from AT&T, Ooh. which is neat. I, I assumed I could just like, it's like login with your provider. It's still AT&T. So I go to login. It's like, no. So. <laughs> I, I talked to AT&T about it. They're like, it should be fine. I just talked to HBO Max. HBO Max is like, oh, well, you have to get into your email so we can send you this email link and you can click it and then it'll like link up that the old, it essentially was confused because the old account was no longer valid, but the new account was valid and didn't know what to do. Mm. My email for AT&T was my old email from Grand Valley University where I went to school. Oof. I, could because i got my cell phone when i was like a sophomore right i, I got mm-hmm. an at cell phone when i was like a sophomore in college and that, that's just what it was yeah um because i get all my bill stuff just like comes up on my phone because it's just it's an iphone right it just like i have the app and it's like your bill and i'm like right yeah, so it exactly. wasn't a, it wasn't a big deal i could you can access your grand valley email forever when you're an alumni but mm-hmm. every so often grand valley has this thing where it wants you to re to make a new password and i missed that oh. window uh-oh. <laughs> but the way you can reset it is you go into your it's called your mind banner account which is only active for current students so i was like locked out and i was like well i essentially was like oh well until this hbo max thing so i had to call grand valley to get into my grand valley email and then grand valley was like yeah here you go you can get into your email now it'll ask you to verify it'll ask you to send it to your verified phone number or whatever <laughs> i do all this oh, stuff no. i'm on this is I, this is like now been two months of calling people <laughs> one time i called green valley is like oh yeah i gotta ask my supervisor to call you back that took two weeks first person to call me back um i go to put in my like i put i go to the, the to the link they give me i put in my info it's like we will send an updated password to this verified number and it was just blank and i was like wait <laughs> wait wait a second excuse me excuse it's blank excuse me so 
I finally get that fixed and get into my email. So I go back to HBO Max. They just let us something get into your email. And I let them know. And they're like, we don't know what you're talking about. You can't do that. You'll have to make a new HBO Max account. <laughs> no. And I was like, no. Here's all the stuff you told me. And then they just didn't answer me for three weeks. Uh, and then they sent me an email like, hey, we haven't heard from you in a while. And I was like, you literally stopped. You. <laughs> I was like. Per my last email, here's what I said. Here's what you said. And I just sent, like, a blank email back to them. Uh, they didn't... They were like, oh, well, go into your AT&T account, and if you can't find your promotion, you should talk to them. And I'm like, no, I have the... No. Stop. I have all of the components. Give me my HBO Max. I had given up. I was like, I just want to watch Young Justice and Peacemaker. I fucking quit. I will just pay for HBO Max. So I go to log in on my Xbox and it's like, you can't log in on your Xbox. You got to go to your smartphone and put this code. And I was like, fucking A. Okay, fine. I put it in and it's like, welcome back. Here's your free HBO Max. Thanks. I was going to like scream. I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) And then you just sent me a message just like, oh, HBO Max is back. Yep. That's I I just. Yes. I was like, HBO Max works again, I guess, apparently. Um, so that's, that was, that is what I spent between Halloween and, uh, January 28th doing with my free time is <laughs> sitting on hold with various people telling me, sorry, it's someone else's problem, which is like fair, right? Like I, if I worked in customer service, I would be like, I don't want to do this. I, took this job so i could sit around for eight hours like yeah. super i super understandable that's what i would do mm-hmm. i'd be terrible at customer service i would pick up the Same. phone and be like what's your problem and if they talked for longer than 30 seconds i would turn my brain off and then tune back in when they were done talking be like it sounds like you should contact someone else <laughs> <laughs> sounds like i'm not qualified for this <laughs> let me transfer you <laughs> uh Anyway, hi, everybody. Sorry, I just got a message from one of my friends, and it's an email from Kung Fu Tea, which is a oh, yeah. boba tea place, yeah. and it just says, fancy some balls, and balls in all caps. <laughs> hey, no. What do you like no. some balls in your mouth? <laughs> hey, guys. They either know exactly what they're doing. Oh, they know. Or have no why, idea. Why else would balls be in all caps? Like, please. Is it like, <laughs> that's wild. That's, so that's a funny. wild, that's a wild, that's a reckless email to send. <laughs> They're like, we have nothing to lose and everything to gain. <laughs> well, I'm sorry about HBO Max. Um, I am just overwhelmed by like how, Okay, so my Facebook and my Apple account is hooked up to an AOL email. <laughs> oh my god, Brenda. <laughs> and like, I don't know if I can fix that, and I don't know what to do about it. And I'm kind of like, I'm just very like, anxious. <laughs> yeah. I'm very anxious about like, getting hacked. Like, someone tried to hack like, my Instagram account, my, my mm-hmm. secondary Instagram account that I made in 2012 that I haven't touched since 2012. Which and, is, yeah. um, Unfortunately, like Instagram's like security w- is good enough to where they were like, hmm, 
hmm, the last time this person used this account was not only 10 years ago, but it was in Michigan and not in Ukraine. Um, yeah. So we should lock this shit down. And thankfully, I still knew what my actual password was and wow. could get that all sorted out. But um, I'm like, you know, I really should take care of that AOL email situation. But like, ugh. Yeah. Yeah, I... And it's one of those things, like, I slowly was changing everything over, because I also got locked mm-hmm. out of my Target account for the same thing, because it was tied to my Ooh. university email. Mm-hmm. And so it was, like, my partner did one of those Target car pickups, so it, like, had worked the night before, so it was going to sleep, so I was going to go get it. But mm-hmm. I couldn't become a verified person to pick up her order or whatever, because I couldn't... I could get into my Target account, but it wasn't the right... It wasn't, like, the same email, right? Like, yeah, she sent it to my actual email I use now. And when I clicked mm-hmm. it, Target's like, this isn't the right email for this account. Send it to the right email. Um, funny thing, if you do those Target drop-off orders, don't worry about it. Because they literally just, like, knock on your car window <laughs> and throw it in your fucking car. They don't ask for shit. You could you could be anybody. <laughs> just like, They run out and they're just like, did you order a PS5? And you're like, yes. And they're yes. like, here you go. <laughs> yeah. <you're> like, <laughs> they throw it through the window. They knock on the window and they're like... Sometimes they put it in your trunk if it's big, but if it's, like, a bag, they, like, knock on your passenger window, and they're like, are you the one in spot four? And you're like, well, this is spot four. And they're like, all right, here's your order. See ya. Goodbye. Leave. <laughs> so, Here you uh, go. Which, again, I if I was a Target worker, I'm not fucking paid enough to, like, no. it's cold. Like, we're in the Midwest. Like, I'm not going to go out there with the fucking, like, employee phone and pull it up their name and get their ID and have my hands be cold as shit and look at it and be like, yep, this is the same name and birth date. And yeah, sounds good. Um, If you could tell me your height really quick while I'm looking at this, thank you. All right. I will go back in. Like, I'm not going to do that. (laughs) No. (laughs) Not for like, what is it, like 15 bucks an hour at Target? Target pays a little bit more, but... Still, not remotely not enough. enough for 10 not degrees enough. outside and you want me to run no. people shit to their car i mean it's i get cold. i get it it is a very convenient service but fuck that i'm just gonna give it yeah. to him and leave it's cold maybe in the summer i'll do all that shit if you're if they're cold you're cold if you're cold they're <laughs> cold you're they're cold if cold cold, cold. <laughs> let them in coals 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 <laughs> Uh, we have one news. One Pokemon. news. One news. Oh. Pokemon. We have two news. Two news. One news. We two news. Blue. Two blue news. Scoot. God Scoot. news. Scott news. So Austin and I are on a mission from God. <laughs> yeah. Um. I guess by the time this is out, if you're gonna play, you probably have played. If you haven't, if you plan to play Pokemon Legend Arceus, and you have not yet. Skip ahead, like, uh, probably four minutes of us making jokes. Um, anyway, everyone else who didn't skip ahead four minutes, it's an isekai? It's an is- Pokemon isekai, which um, <laughs> my friend pointed out that has already happened because of the Mystery Dungeon series. Where oh, I've never human. played those. Oh, yeah, so you're a human who um, is, like, isekai'd into a Pokemon body, and you're, like, hanging <laughs> oh, out with Pokemon. no! <laughs> yeah, you like That's wake up worse. and you you take a quiz at the beginning and you're just like and they're like all right you're chikorita and i'm like okay i'm sorry no wait back <laughs> up you take a fucking buzzfeed quiz and they're like all yes. right i guess you're gonna be a pikachu for the rest of your life well it's more so like one of those quizzes where they're like here's some vibes <laughs> like wow you know like how do you feel when this thing happens you know it kind of feels like what is the iron the the briggs no what's Meyer that briggs? one 
Meyer Briggs test where they're yeah. like, how does this make you feel on a, sc- on a scale that is much too large to actually cause anything that's remotely accurate? <laughs> yeah. Well, Meyer Briggs um, is a load of shit, but I. That's, oh, 100%. That's my, that's my other life. I won't get on that higher horse right now. Also, I also think you are qualified to say that. So. I am. I am. Quali- I am a licensed therapist. I will remind people I am yeah. qualified to dunk on the Myers Briggs and the fucking what's the uh, the uh, the number one enneagram. Ooh, it, yeah, they're both just like they're stupid. They they were meant to be for corporate retreats. They're not meant to be therapy tools. Yeah, like I had a therapist who like made me do the Myers Briggs, and I was like, this is gonna take the whole session, and this costs me money. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Goodness, so you're like I could fucking do this at home. I and don't then, like, need. Yeah, <laughs> I, could, like, I have done it at home. I, I could have done this last night. I mean, it's like you can have like a little fun with it. Like, oh, this is my little my archetype, and this is the, this is a fictional character that I'm kind yeah, of like. Those are always. And, but fun. then there's the people who roll up and they're like, I'm an NTFGH. And you're like, what the <laughs> fuck did you just say to me? <laughs> I know. And I'm like, I've taken this test like 10 times now, a couple times in a professional setting, and I don't know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, my title for this is, instead of Pokemon Legends, it's Pokemon. God took over my phone, and now I'm transported to an alternate reality? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's very much it. And everyone's really chill about it. You, like, fall out of the sky yeah. in, like, a, in uh, cargo <laughs> pants and a t-shirt and, like, so- like <laughs> and sandals. Shit. The professor's you, you just fucking, like, are you dead? Are you okay? You just fell out of the sky onto the beach. Are you all right? They're just like, oh, oh hello, sky, sky friend. <laughs> also, I can't trust enough. The professor's like, they fell 50 feet out of the sky and then they show the hole in the sky. And I'm like, that is much more than 50 feet, man. <laughs> yeah. That's it's like mountain. everyone's... <laughs> really chill about this hole in the sky uh but it's it's pretty fun i haven't played too much i just finished the first time being like out and like catching stuff and like going back into town um mm-hmm. but i'm in i'm enjoying it i think it's nice it's different i thought you couldn't name your pokemon and i was stressed and then i found out yeah. you just did it somewhere else well like at the beginning the professor's just like pokemon are terrifying and i'm like yeah i think it's a departure of that. yeah <laughs> it's that's really? different than the other games where just like, we have to work in harmony with Pokemon yeah. and we'll be friends and everything. And in this one, they're just like, we kind of hate them. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh my god, you caught three Pokemon? Are you okay? Weren't you afraid you would die? And I'm like, it was a, Bado- it was a B- Bidoof. And a- <laughs> you walked <laughs> right up to a Rowlet? Didn't you know that thing has knives for feathers? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I, my best friend back home has one that sleeps with him. I don't... What? <laughs> They're oh like, my god, you got so close to that cinder quill, it's like made of fire, and it's like, if you pet it nicely, the quills go down. <laughs> <laughs> Pokemon are horrifying creatures, they could kill us at any moment. And meanwhile, you daydream the back at home, and there's like, I'm a champ doing your dishes, wearing an apron. <laughs> In like, booty shorts. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's skin is booty shorts, right? Am I right? Oh, yes, Machoke champs just, just a- have booty shorts. Which is booty sh- a weird concept. Booty shorts on top of the skin booty shorts. Which is a weird concept <laughs> of, like, evolution is like, yeah, this Pokemon evolves to wear booty shorts. And you're like, wait, what? <laughs> and I know it's because it looks too much like a man that they're like, well, we can't just show its smooth body. <laughs> smooth. <laughs> <laughs> that would be unsettling. <laughs> wait, Mr. Uh, Mime. I guess Mr. Mime kind of has, like... A shirt on? Wait. Mr. Mime is, like, wearing clothes? Mr. But then, like, 
mime. But th- but then you know it's not clothes because like Ash's mom's Mr. Mime like wears clothes on top of his body. An apron specifically. Yeah. But he's also a, when they went to boy. for um for the Sun and Moon region whose name I just forgot, he wears like a Hawaiian shirt the whole time because he's on vacation. <laughs> Okay, Mr. Rhyme kind of has, like, an implied shirt. Yes. And little implied pantalones. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so I started playing Arceus um, as the boy character, and I was like, cool, neat. And then the second they, like, put the hat on him, I was just like, oh, I'd rather die. I hate this hat so much. And then I was just, like, standing in the like in the open area between the houses after they gave you the hat and i was just standing there and i was just like can i deal with this do i have to start over as the girl character because i fucking hate this hat and then i was like i gotta start over i gotta start this game over (laughs) is if you went like three houses down you could have gotten a new haircut and a new hat (laughs) because you told me that i was like oh god i'm gonna deal with this hat for like six hours or something and i asked my friend who started and she was like oh so what's weird is with the way the it works is like the hat is part of that haircut so you can't put on a new hat with that hair you have to get a new haircut quote unquote to like get rid of the hat and then you can wear other stuff and the same thing for the girl avatar like the the bandana apparently is part of like that haircut Mm -hmm. so that's that was a weird thing but if you (laughs) i think we've been longer than four minutes if you hate the boy hat and you haven't played arceus just like you literally have to write it out for two minutes and you can go get it off. Brenda well, was I restarted just not strong enough. I was just like, I hate this hat so much. So I'm um, playing as a girl now. But I I enjoy it so far. Um, yeah, I'm having a good time. In other news, uh, well, uh, so Greg Daniels and Mike Judge of King of the Hill fan... Fame, famous, famousness, infamy, Famenosity? infamy. Those two, <laughs> the infamous duo uh, behind King of the Hill, are back together once again. They're setting a new production company called Bandi- Bandera. <laughs> it doesn't look like it should be said like Bandera, but I Bandera. can't find anything that yeah, right. Um, <laughs> so some of the shows they plan on putting out one is called Bad Crimes, which used yeah. to be over at Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's going to yeah, Ben Bad Crimes over at Netflix, ten episodes. Uh Praise Petey, which is gonna be over on Freeform. Mm-hmm. Uh some other shows they have in the works that they're not ready to tell too much about that are in different stages of development. Sasha Bear Cohen's gonna have a show that's gonna be a children's show. We'll see how that works out. Interesting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh <laughs> There's some stuff coming from the people who worked on Silicon Valley that they it looks like they don't even they don't have like much to share about that. Uh Allison Bichel Bicheldel? Bish wait. B C H D E L. Right? Allison Bechdel? Bechdel, holy shit. Bechdel. White names are hard, okay? White (laughs) names are fucking hard. Uh anyway, Allison Bechdel with Carrie Brownstein are going to be working on uh, Dykes to Watch Out For. Oh, okay. And last but so certainly not least, they are working on former Fox favorite, King of the Hill, and are like, please do not ask us anything besides, yes, we are making more King of the Hill. Austin, have you um, sent an email to them to be like, will you do an interview with us when you're, when you're ready if to I do could, If I could find their contact, I absolutely would. I thought about contacting Mike Judge on Twitter, because he's on Twitter. Greg Daniels, I couldn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't look for. I realize I say, as I say it out loud, 
Uh, but Mike Judge's Twitter is very much like I it's like he just he doesn't use it. There's like clearly someone who runs it for him to like post Rip. promotional stuff. Uh, the last thing that they are the other last thing is they're also working on something that if Breaking Bad was a half hour comedy. <laughs> Which is which is quite a fucking sentence. So funny though. Uh, so I'm fucking stoked uh, because I need it. I we have it on record that I've been calling it on this on this very podcast that a King of the Hill revival is coming. I have been saying it. I have been mm-hmm, pre mm-hmm. prophesizing the good word for uh, the- eons. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I am vindicated. I am strong. I am selfish. I am. <laughs> I am so happy for you. If any show is gonna get a reboot and like maybe not a reboot, we don't know. Get a yeah. renewal. I guess is a better way to put it. Yeah, then it might as well be King of the Hill. Um, the way they word it is return. So because reboot is like it follows Bobby. Bobby's an adult. <laughs> I'm very curious because they've said they're on. As I talked about in the King of the Hill episode, they've said on record multiple times they know exactly what they would do with more king of the hill not like a reboot just like if they had more they're like oh yeah we know what we would Mm -hmm. do so i (laughs) we're gonna get something and it's something that they have been thinking about for a long time because what the first time it almost came back was 2017 or something right yeah so it's been a while even though even though 2017 feels like it was yesterday (laughs) yeah so i am stoked and i mean we'll have to wait to see what they end up doing because it's at the stage where they're like, please don't ask us anything besides yes, we're working on it. So, yeah, <laughs> wow. that's, uh, yeah, there's dead air there because I'm. It's my week and not Brenda's. Uh, <laughs> I could have set myself up for a segue because I did that last segment, but I fucking didn't at all. So we'll just uh, we fucking just start. sat in silence. Don't worry, the truncate <laughs> silence tool is gonna eat it. So it's like it's not. It's not even gonna be there. It's thanks. Automated. Then I'll just sound stupid. <laughs> It was quiet there. It wasn't quiet there. What are they talking about? There was no silence because um, I destroy all silence because I'm afraid of it. <laughs> Austin, I think I know what you did for your topic this week. Yeah, 100%. I, I you essentially told about me. It. Yeah. You essentially told me what you were doing. And then you were like, oh, I'm dropping hints. And I'm like, I know what it is. Listen, <laughs> Brenda, hints. I thought maybe I could like juke you. Okay. No, I 100% know. What is it? <laughs> It's KB Toys. It's wrong. It's Bane Cap. No, it's KB Toys. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing Bane Capital and our um, Michigan native asshole. What's his face? Mittens. <laughs> what's that? Mist- Mitt Romney. Yeah, Mitt Romney. Mr. Is Mittens make an appearance. himself. Oh, he- Mittens, Mister. So- I strapped my he- car, a dog in a cage at the top of my car, drove down the interstate. Mittens. <laughs> <laughs> Good old. That's that's what we all called him when he was here. Good old yeah. strapped his dog to the interstate. What did interstate. I say? What? Interstate Strap dog. dog, caged car, interstate mittens. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, we're talking about KB Toys. Uh, if you do not know what KB Toys is because you are not in the United States of America or you are under the age of, like, 27, KB Toys, as we all knew it, was a was a toy store in the mall essentially it was a mall based retail mm-hmm. toy store um it was one of the it was like the usually it felt like it was a uh, near an anchor store so you either see it when you come in or when you come out or both um yep. at least all the ones i went to where it was like right next to like borders or barnes and noble usually somewhere like kids also want to go because there's like the comic or kids section 
Um, yeah, like mine was um, right outside the Sears, right across mm-hmm. from the Disney store. Yeah, so it's like, hey, how's it going? You want some toys? Um, but that's not how KB Toys got its start. KB Toys was founded oh. in 1922 by the Kaufman brothers as a oh. wholesale candy store. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so what that essentially means is they they were they sold candy to other candy stores. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is what they did for a good while until 1946. Uh, 1946, they got into toys for the first time as a wholesale toy business because, uh, someone was late on their payments. They Uh-oh. had, they had a, there was a toy, there was a whole, there was a toy store that was behind on their payments to their wholesale candy store and mm-hmm. they couldn't catch up on their debts. So the Kaufman brothers made them a deal that they would take their wholesale toy business as payment and absolve their debt. Mm-hmm. Um, which this was also a good time because the candy business was in decline because of rising sugar prices. You know, our sugar prices are rising. Ooh. Do you? Do you know why? Oh, sorry. I faced out of existence there. <laughs> it was the, it was World War II. Yeah, it was. It was World War II. Sugar prices are rising due to World War II and, uh, various trade embargoes and supply chains being destroyed. So there was low sugar. The government was actually sanctioned. There was a government sanctioned sugar rationing program happening. Mm-hmm. And people had to use like little coupons, right? To like yeah. get sugar and butter, yeah. I think also. Yeah. So sugar, sugar prices going up, candy sale going down because it's too expensive. Kids don't want candy. But it's a good time because everyone's all about plastics, as you probably know from this era. Everyone's like, plastics are the future. We got to get into plastics. Plastics are the way to go. They're super cheap. Oh, if only we could have just not done that. (laughs) What could possibly go wrong with all this plastic? This is the miracle thing. (laughs) It's not like it'll never degrade and disintegrate and we'll we'll just fill the ocean with garbage. (laughs) I feel like it's like hyper, like smash cut to 20 years later. Hey, man, all this plastic is, like, still here. No, it'll be <laughs> fine. Just give it 10 more years. 30 years later. Okay, all right. So, wait, you know, like, it'll degrade. Event- like, it's, fi- it's fine. It's don't fine. Even, don't even worry about don't it. Don't worry. It'll go away. <laughs> Everything goes away, right? <laughs> here you are. Like, you find fucking, like, the first G.I. Joes in landfill still. So, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was worth a pretty penny. <laughs> uh, But... The other thing is the toy business is about to explode because all those people from World War II are going to come back and just be fucking. They just fucking. They can just get, fucking. They can get a house. This is when like the nuclear family becomes a thing. You get a yep. house. You have a, one wife, two kids, three kids, four <laughs> kids. Those baby boomers were... <laughs> Unlike 1922 where people had four wives and zero children. <laughs> but it, it goes off without a hitch. Their toy business is doing great. And in 1959, they opened their first retail space. I actually found a newspaper clipping of when that was happening. Ooh. Uh, here it is. From the Brickshire Eagle. For the kitties, Coffin Brothers has opened a toy display and sales room for retail, for retail dealers at 70 Columbus Avenue. The new department will cater to retail and retail trade. The store has, e- the store has been equipped with display shelves and, d- and demonstration space. Uh, and then there's a bunch of stuff like who built the shelves and the glass and the electrical work, which is very interesting for like a newspaper clipping. Uh, mm-hmm. But th- this was like a lo- they were like a very local place. Like this was not you know they weren't opening all over the country. This was like a local toy store opening up uh, in I never said where they were from. They're they're in Pittsfield, Massachusetts at this time. That mm-hmm. is where KB Toys originated from before they move eventually, which we'll talk about. 
Mm. Um, but yeah, so this is the first time they begin to look like the KB toys we would eventually know them as. Uh, a few, not a few years after that, twenty years in the nineteen seventies, they start like expanding. Um, they drop wholesale completely. They no longer do wholesale. Mm-hmm. And they are full retail. They opened 26 stores in 73. Then they moved to 65 stores in 76. And now they're all over the New England tri-state area. And when I wrote oh. this down, I didn't want to go listen to Phineas and Ferb songs because tri-state area. <laughs> you were like, wait a second. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, oh my God, is Phineas and Ferb meant to be in New England? That, that That's the only thing that makes sense. That does make sense. I always thought Illinois, but I always think everything takes place in Illinois. <laughs> is it because we're in Michigan and we're like I just know man <laughs> I just know the Midwest you know <laughs> that's fair yeah I don't I don't really know what's there's like there's like four states over there and they're all like the size of a city I know they're all really small it seems so tiny arbitrary oh, why are they separate states it seems arbitrary they're so little like the size of a city such tiny little baby states just just a little guy <laughs> little babies uh <laughs> small if children you can drive across your state in an hour you're doing something wrong you're not a state like no. it's fine I, I know a lot of people over there don't really identify with their state they're like very much by city yeah like i've stayed out there for vacations and stuff and there's a place called gloucester and a place called new gloucester and if you get them confused they will run a fade on you you will get your shit rocked <laughs> do not confuse it you like uh, those soccer moms roll deep <laughs> You accidentally mention it to someone, like, you get it wrong to someone, and they, like, smile at you, and they're just like, okay, all right. And then you go outside, and your car tires are slashed. (laughs) No, one time, listen, this literally happened where I was like, man, Gloucester has some really nice stores, I said, inside of a store. Like, I was in, like, a, I don't know, I can't remember, like, a clothing store or something. Mm -hmm. And one of the workers pipes up from behind their book because it's like all beach towns like they're just like reading a book chilling i walk you know we're all just chilling just having a nice day they put their book down it's like well if you want to see stores in gloucester you should probably leave because you're in new gloucester and i was like (laughs) i'm sorry (laughs) don't you have anything better to do (laughs) i'm glad that you have the the security in a retail space you say something like that to a customer but could you not (laughs) yeah really it's like let me shop in peace uh so yeah don't get it twisted when you go out to the new england know what city you're in (laughs) what state doesn't seem to matter to them but if you get it twisted you will uh get the business um in 1979 they changed the name to kb like k-a-y-b-e-e toy and hobby shots incorporated uh no longer just they were just um they were coffin brother for a long time and then they were like kb and then they were officially kb toy and hobby um in 1979, when they did make that move to Lee, Massachusetts, I couldn't figure out why they moved mm-hmm. from Pittsfield to Lee, Massachusetts, but that's where they moved their headquarters. Um, but that is when they made that move. They also, at that time, they had 40 more, they opened 40 more stores, and they are now the fastest growing toy store with locations reaching out all the way over here to the Midwest. Um, because totally again, are. at the time, like chain toy stores weren't a thing. They, they were like, they're like making it a thing. We are, a decade away from Toys R Us, or a few years from Toys R Us, 1979. Mm-hmm. Um, like, we aren't in the world of, like, your Toys R Uses and your Kmarts and your uh, Targets and other places yeah. you can get toys. It's like, your local toy shop is where you get toys. So the fact that there's now, like, a national growing franchising toy store is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And the way KB Toys did this and expanding so quickly is because malls are becoming a thing. KB Toys was pretty is for most of its lifetime exclusively a mall based toy store. Mm-hmm. Um, and it works very, 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 very well. Um, because as we talked about earlier, like it's the idea of like if you're in the mall, you're already where all the people are shopping because mm-hmm. the downtown of like your town is is dying we didn't experience this because we were 90s kids it was already gone <laughs> we got to see the death of the mall instead we got to see malls die <laughs> which was also wild Fun. um but those are dying and so you're like we got to be where all the people are shopping and all the people are shopping in malls and malls one day i'm sure we'll talk more in depth about malls but malls were like an ingenious tool to make you spend a lot of money it's both ingenious and like a terrible idea yeah it's it's insidious right like it's it's a weird it is a weird thing because like a lot of things we talk about in the show malls are intricately linked to the way we all exist socially in like geek space Mm -hmm. like without malls and kb toys like a lot of things don't happen like you don't get the animation boom because people got into animation cartoons became a huge thing because businesses like i can sell toys to kids in these malls Mm -hmm. and if you couldn't sell things to those kids in the malls then like you don't fucking get set any morning cartoons like we talked about almost a year ago now yeah um and it's like a mall is like kind of like a more enclosed like private-ish space so like parents who are like kind of getting to like more growing into that point where like oh i can't let my kids out of my sight yeah could let their kids go over to the the toy store while they were in sears because like yeah. they were in this one location yeah um you know like, like- go to kb toys and i'll come get you after my hair appointment or whatever yeah don't need baby like, toys and the kid's like okay <laughs> sure and then like the poor employees working there were like i'm not a babysitter <laughs> yeah absolutely not my job where's my kid i don't fucking know i sell toys <laughs> yeah, i just stand here and look look sad and tired <laughs> uh but yeah that's what and you or you like go wait at like the fountain and oh what's across from the fountain there's a kb toys um that I've been staring at for the last hour of your hair appointment. If you don't buy me that, I'm going to scream. Mm-hmm. Um, but 1981, 210 stores officially Pretty impressive changes their name to KB Toy Stores that we know and no longer KB Toy and Hobby because toys aren't a hobby. They're not a hobby shop. This is a toy store. This is the 80s. And we don't have time for hobbies. <laughs> no more time for hobbies. They officially are bought for the first time by the Melville Corporation for $64 million. Sheesh. This is the first time they are bought, and this is when they officially become no longer a family business. Because until then, it was a family business. Like, yeah. everyone who ran KB Toys was caught, was like a, was one of, was a Kaufman. Like, it was always in the family. Um, mm-hmm. the last people to run the business are rich, are, is, uh, Richard Kaufman, who was the son of Harry Kaufman, who mm-hmm. was one of the original Kaufman brothers. And he retired from his position as company president. Um, Richard's brother, Donald Kaufman, was also the vice president for the company. And that is when he retires is when the sale was in this. I don't want to say sellout like that's like a bad thing they sold it. I don't I'm not passing it. But like, it's a like, that's what they were purchased. Right. Yeah. Um. So that is when they stepped out. And that's, they retire. And that's when it's no longer a family business anymore. Family business. Uh, the Melville Corporation is pretty much just like a thing that buys stuff. Mm-hmm. If you're curious, um, some of the things they have purchased or have owned are CVS pharmacies, mm-hmm. uh, Marshalls, which they sold, which uh, they sold to TJ Maxx eventually. Uh-huh. Uh, what are some of the things people may notice? Um, 
also Circus World, which is what we'll get to you in a second because that's KB Toys. That's when they own KB Toys. Uh, linen and things, which oh, I don't know. Oh, linens and things. Yeah, <laughs> that was that oh, was there. I have a story about linens and things. Why do you? Sh- sure, yes, what? please. How this actually? Oh, everything's coming together. This you gotta makes be sense. fucking kidding me. No, I I figured something out. Okay, yes. do you remember? Sorry, this is a little bit of. It does deal with KB Toys. Do you remember a couple? I don't know what episode it was. Mm. I talked about. Oh, it might have been Console Wars because I was talking about my dad helped to liquidate that uh, KB toy store. Yeah. At my mall. Um, yeah. And he like brought all that stuff home, and that's how we got my PlayStation. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. And I never really knew why he did that, and I just never thought to ask. I was like, oh, just a, just another random job. But during mm-hmm. that same time, mm-hmm. he was also going around, literally like all around Midwest area, mm-hmm. and working on linens and things. Like, oh. he did this for a lot. Linens and things, for a period of time, like, just expanded way too fast. So they were just building stores and building stores and building stores. So, mm-hmm. like, my dad would be, like, in Indiana and Illinois and, like, mm-hmm. back in Michigan or, like, in Ohio and, like, working on all these linens and things. Mm-hmm. And it all is kind of coming together a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how I know what linens and things is. Yeah, it's all, like, the same people. It's all people changing. It's money changing the same, like, to this day, right? The, sa- the hands of, like, the same, like, ten companies buying and selling stuff. Yeah, but I know linens and things. Okay, Austin, do you know what a linens yes. and things is? Yeah, I yeah I know. Yeah, it's like a Bed Bath and Beyond. Yeah, or essentially. Was. Um, but linens and things doesn't make it. <laughs> no, <laughs> they get the they they're sold to J C Penney, and it's in the nineties because I remember it happening because my grandma yeah, told me about it. Late nineties. Um, let's see. late 90s because i remember it that's all i know because i remember my grandma talking about it because it was like upset it literally went from we're building a just a shit ton of linens and things to like there are no more linens and things which is an interesting thing that happens to a lot of people including kb toys Mm -hmm. so we're gonna get back back to yeah we're gonna (laughs) go back to kb toys uh in 1982 uh right after they're brought up by the melva corporation so kb toys buys uh, out their competitor, Toy World, and all of their stores. Mm-hmm. Um, in 1990, they purchased Circus World and all of their stores. They have now net they net 330 stores from Circus World and Toy World is uh, they buy 37 of 45 stores. They buy out most of their stores and the rest they close. And Circus World was a uh, Michigan company. Yes, I literally uh, was cleaning out my. Sorry, I just keep having weird asides. No, you're I fine. was cleaning out my basement and I was finding like very old toys that have Circus World tags on them mm-hmm. like you know packaged things yeah that just never got like so like cheap barbie clothes and like this mm-hmm. um unopened snoopy canteen i found mm-hmm. that have circus world tags yeah price tags on them um so toy world was out in california they bought that for five million five and a half million uh circus world as it's based in michigan i had 330 stores over across 32 states so like roughly 10 states a store right mm-hmm. uh they bought that for 95 million um in 1991, they purchased K&K Toys, which had 136 stores in 18 states, and they turned those all into KB Toys. So they are now giant. <laughs> just massive. They have just eaten up everybody. Um, between 1933, 1933, wow, 1993 and 1994, um, they had a restructuring plan where they had to close underperforming stores. You know how many stores they closed? How many? 
250. <laughs> Jesus. And I'm like, you think, guys? You just, like, I didn't do the math, and I'm not good at quick math, but I'm like, 330 and, like, 130 something like you just grew you just like quadrupled in size over the course of like three years you think you have too much maybe yeah that's exactly what chuck e cheese did yeah it's a strategy right because you find your underperforming competition you Mm -hmm. offer them a big check and then you you don't have competition and you're just like well we don't we don't actually need this like we just needed you out of the way yeah exactly (laughs) um but also that uh yeah so they 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 bloat were bloated and they cut off a bunch of extra weight um they are now looking at one giraffe boy as their only direct competition <laughs> Uh-oh. uh they're coming <laughs> for that giraffe <laughs> so now we're in 1994 and it's essentially as we as and this is like what we grew up with it is kb toys or toys r us like mm-hmm. that's those are your options as a kid right like it, some people probably had local stores and might be like other smaller stores but like nationally those are the toy stores and then there's yep. like you know like sears and jc penny's is like the christmas thing and that's cool because sometimes they have like really really cool expensive toys because that's not really what toys R Us and kb and kb toys like did they didn't really do those kinds of toys like the big toys toys R Us would but like kb toys was mm-hmm. like not nah, you weren't going there for like your fucking megatron that's like 80 dollars that you want to beg your mom for no they had just like you know stuff that you could pick up really quick zooming by on the mall like yeah when you're when you go to Toys R Us, you make the conscious decision to go to Toys R Us. Yes. When you go to KB Toys, you are just it's in just the It's just right there. Yeah. You might as well because it's there, but like you're, you don't have a ton of money. You're not there yeah. to make like a big purchase or anything. Yeah. Which is KB Toys' whole model. KB Toys, mm-hmm. um, I'm sure you know how they worked, uh, but going over it, like they would purchase the discontinued stock from toy manufacturers. Mm-hmm. And then price it aggressively low because it was stuff they weren't going to, it was stuff they bought. They, it's so weird because they were a wholesale toy company that became a retail toy company that acted mm-hmm. like a wholesale toy company. And you could find some really like cool stuff. Like I remember right. like being there like towards the end of KB Toys um, and finding like Digimon toys there. Right. And that's, and that uh, was why it was cool to me, especially mm-hmm. being an anime fan is because they buy these discontinued stock and these like toys that aren't being moved you know from manufacturers who are like we're literally gonna throw it away because we don't Mm -hmm. understand plastic still (laughs) um yeah i remember buying um like saint seiya toys from toys from from kb toys like in like 1998 because they're like they they aren't moving and they're just in a warehouse somewhere and kb toys is like yeah we'll buy a pallet of those toys like some kids will buy them you know we'll make we'll make a profit because they most likely buy them super cheap because they're Mm -hmm. slated to be thrown away yeah um but what they did is like so they did that the other part of their model i didn't fully understand until i was an adult because all those toys up front are super cheap it's like this saint seiya toy is like five bucks or whatever and you're like cool but what they did for the new, new toys were always priced higher than everyone else mm-hmm. with the idea of being you're buying this other toy cheap and there's this cool new toy in the store and they're hoping that kids think again going to toys r us is an act of choice once you get to toys yeah. r us you're at a different place it's a standalone. It's in a strip mall, maybe with other kid stuff. You don't get to go to a different toy store. No, this is like you're you're getting a toy here, and you're like, well, the toy wants not here. Well, sucks. But if you're at KB Toys and you see the toy you want, and as a kid you don't know it's more, but your parents know it's more, but it's like, well, if this is the toy you want, like we're getting it here and we're going home. Yeah, um, they're not gonna be like, we're gonna pack up and go to 
Toys R Us now. Yeah. Yeah, we'll go back. Like, or you got Toys R Us, like, we're not going to go back to the mall. Like, it's mostly, especially in Michigan. Like, we're not making another Michigan left today. We're going home. <laughs> we're going one direction on this road. Um, that's what my family is like. Like, especially, I had four siblings. My mom is like, we're going to a, this is where we're going. And we're not making another stop. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why being in the mall was such a good idea for KB Toys, especially as, like, time moved forward. Like, families with a lot of kids they're like we're going to one place where you can all get your thing yeah exactly but yeah that's how they were kb toys the, st- the toy store in the mall um that's what they're known for <laughs> that's what they know that was their like slogan which <laughs> we're is in the mall. <laughs> a weird thing it's a weird thing to hang your hat on because malls don't make it <laughs> <laughs> oopsie <laughs> um kb toys was a family friendly i'm doing air quotes on this audio medium which is a great idea <laughs> <laughs> toy store so like they did some stuff like in 93 they pulled night trap we've already talked about night trap yeah they would have done that in 19 i found this interesting in 1994 they stopped selling realistic guns oh that's good do, do you know why why did someone buy one and then go out in the mall and what happened uh it was like one of the first big national stories a 13 year old was killed by nypd cops oh jesus because he had a fake gun um and so they stopped came KB Toys like were no longer sell realistic looking guns. Period. We only they only sold like colorful Nerf guns, which is very good because I never got why we sold kids realistic looking guns in the first place. What is Honestly. what is the what is the point of that? Let's not do that. Like, well, we gotta teach them how to hold a Glock. We really no. don't. <laughs> they, can, they don't need to learn that. <laughs> um, as I mentioned, nineteen ninety four, they began they began directly gunning for Toys R Us. <laughs> also, nineteen ninety four. People aren't building malls because there's not really any more spots for malls because everyone has a mall. Mm-hmm. So they open KB Toy Works, which is a strip mall location because yep they need to expand. I don't know why they need to expand. They have they just closed 250 stores literally this year, this same year, this same year. They were like, <laughs> we will close 250 stores. Okay, good, and we will open up a new look. No, wait. <laughs> Was KB Toy Works like a liquidation area? Um. They did sell stuff. It became a liquidation area, but originally okay. it was just like another location. It was yeah, essentially cause... a place to compete with Toys R Us because they would be in the same strip malls. Yeah, because I remember there was, um, there's a, like a, what do they call these? It's like a bargain zone. Bargain outdoor. Clearance? No, it's a. Mm, bargain barrel? There's one in Grand, Grand Rapids. It's, it starts with a T. It's like shop shops. Thrift mm. shop? No. No, my goodness. What is this word? Outlet mall. Outlet mall. Okay. <laughs> There's an outlet mall near me that had a, like a KB Toy Works. Oh, and it was t- like Tanger. Yeah, like Tanger. Yeah, like that. Uh, Yeah, they originally were just like another KB location. I remember them becoming the kind of like the outlet mall. It was like, mm-hmm. here's the picked over toys from the main KB Toys up the road. Yeah, uh, like at when least mine Pokemon. Felt like that. Yeah, like a clearance center. Like when Pokemon yeah. started to like not be quite as popular, you find yeah. like you know like all those like little plush Pokemon backpacks that like people try to sell for like three hundred dollars now, and <laughs> the little like yeah. mini Polly Pocket Pokemon toys. That yeah, kind of it was shit. like that. It was that yeah. shit. Uh, but marching ever forward, KB Toys continues to just be a giant in the industry. In 1996, they had 1.1 billion dollars in sales. Whoa! Yeah, holy Jesus. shit! Holy, holy fuck! Shit. Holy what shit! The- 
Oh my god! <laughs> like, guys, are you sure? Um, How? I tried to find the exact year for that for Toys R Us to see what Toys R Us was up to. Um, because I don't like Toys R Us is not to be trifled with. Toys R Us is also like pulling yeah. ten digits, right? We just bought a lot of toys in the nineties. <laughs> a lot of fucking toys we just were like you know like between the tickle me elmos and the furbies and the power rangers and the pokemon you got your power rangers and your pokemon Pokemans and, and jurassic Yu- park toys about to come Yu-Gi-Oh. out mm, car like three years away oh man you <laughs> oh god i just know fucking toy retailers saw you saw Yu-Gi-Oh when because like pokemon is like cooling off you know and they're like we gotta get kids to buy some more fucking. And Yu Gi Oh came out. They're like, "Oh my! I am buying a fourth house. Yes, <laughs> yes. Kids are gonna like eat this up. Oh my god!" Uh, during the same year, KB Toys is sold to Consolidated Toys Corporations for three hundred and fifteen million dollars. Uh, Melville, the Melville Corporation, didn't really need KB Toys because they owned other stores. Like they also at this time they owned stores like Big Lots, which I didn't mention earlier, so I can mention oh, yeah. them now. Um. And the Melville Corporation also owned a bunch of toy clearance-based stores that I cannot mm. find anything on besides they were called things like the Toy Clearance Store <laughs> and Clearance Toy Liquidators. And I'm like, yeah, toy liquidators, yep. They like they sound like shell corporations, and yeah. I couldn't find I couldn't find like a picture of one. I'm like, were, were these real? Question mark. Yeah, like we had a toy liquidators that became a KB. What is it? KB Express, KB Toy Works. Yeah, and then became what well, like a Toys R Us Express. Right. Which, which is the only time the I've seen, thing. yeah, which I've never seen a Toys R Us Express before. <laughs> I've heard of those, and I think mm-hmm. they only existed for that, for like when they took over mm. like KB Toy Works, because KB Toys doesn't make it, as you probably understand when yeah. how I started this I don't podcast. Know. <laughs> I don't know if you figured it out yet, but they don't make they it. They get fucking <laughs> murdered. They, there's a serial killer on the loose taking out toy stories. We're going to get to them soon. Is, his name is fucking Mittens. <laughs> <laughs> In 1998, KB Toys has 1.6 billion dollars in sales. Their name Holy is just shit. KB. We're just <laughs> KB now. They launch a website in 1998. Oh. It's a little early. Guess how much they paid for this website? Oh, millions. 43 million dollars. Good lord! For a web. Okay, okay. Let's be real. I went to school for web design. I. I need someone to pay me $42 to build their um, bare bones HTML website. Like, what the hell? Like, I, I asked for $500 and people are like, oh, that's a little bit expensive. I could just build it in Squarespace. <laughs> I could not find a reason why they paid $43 million other than they got for, tricked. They had to have for an HTML website. Come on. With like, like basic rudimentary 1998 flash. No. Yeah. No. Absolutely not. They partner with AOL and Consolidated Toy. Consolidated Stores partner with AOL. Um, They wanted to increase their online presence. So they made KB. It was called KB Kids. Uh, (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) 43 million dollars for a website. Oh my God. Um, I need to go on the Wayback Machine and see what this looked like. Oh God! Right, I have no idea. I was, I didn't, I wasn't uh, using the internet yet. I'm okay. Wayback Machine. What was? K- oh no, I need to know the URL. Fuck. Uh, I think it's just kbkids.com, according KBKids. to my KBKids. research. I'm gonna try it. Please, I'm waiting for this live reactor, Brenda. Seeing kbkids.com. Uh, oh, there it is. Okay. 
also during this time they are already the second largest toy provider like it's toys r us and kb toys they had no reason to really make this website they were trying to compete because toys r us had a website called etoys.com which is why they made the website toys so like we'll partner with aol we'll make a website um because aol had the most had a lot of customers they had 17 million customers who could maybe use the website so they're like well we'll make this website it'll be great okay i think i'm in Okay. What do you What do you got? Well, so it doesn't look like much because, like, uh, Wayback Machine can't save doesn't save like images. Right. Um. Okay, and this is from May tenth, two thousand. Yep. That um, is. Yeah, that sounds right for what I have next. Yep. And um, <laughs> let me let me. Okay, so this will have like the bare bones of how it was set up, and it mm-hmm. is just HTML. <laughs> let me send yep. this to you so you can see. Oh, I mean, God. it would have been like shushed up a little bit with like some images but not mm-hmm. a lot mm-hmm. and i know exactly how they built this in <laughs> 43 not, million dollars 43 million dollars maybe we'll we'll share this screenshot when we um post this episode but i'm gonna send it to you so you yes, can just please. see what 43 million dollars buys you in 2000 <laughs> uh yeah that is this i will spoiler alert Spending that much money on a website that, spoiler alert, doesn't really have much return is part of the swan song of KB. Oh, yeah. wow. This is. <laughs> wow. This is a drop down menu. Yep. I mean, okay. So here's some here's some popular brands from this time period. So you can just get a, a feeling for where we are mentally in this phase of the early 2000s. Barbie, Lego, pretty normal. Fisher Price, mm-hmm. normal. Love loves <laughs> WWF Slam Cam digital camera. Wow. Uh, who wants to be a millionaire second edition? I'm sorry. <laughs> there's the PlayStation. There's Jedi Power Battle. Uh, the Dreamcast. Wow. Wow. My interactive wow. poo. I think I had one of these. That's Pooh Bear perverts. <laughs> <laughs> Although now kids' toys just are poo. Just poop. That's and it's like it's that, funny, haha. Uh, I hate it. <laughs> Filter pump and converter for your pool you buy your children. I don't think I would buy that at KB Toys. I would go to like I, an actual like you would go to like a real store. I would buy pool stuff at um, Toys R Us because they did have a section for that. Mm-hmm. At least mine did. Mine always yeah. had like pool pool. It felt like the adult section. It felt like, do you are you yeah. just losing your mind? Come stare at pool filters. It was like a wall of pictures of different models of pools that you could buy, and then yeah. like hoses and shit, and then like in the middle, just a pallet of sandbags. Yes, for your sandbox. <laughs> yes, uh, but yeah. So KB Toys is they did that. Uh, <laughs> the next year they are at 1999 is the peak of KB Toys. This is mm-hmm. they. The best they'll do, and it's downhill. It's all downhill They have 1,324 stores. They are the second largest Ooh. toy retailer. They have locations in all 50 states, Puerto Rico, and Guam. They Guam. have 16,000 employees and $1.8 billion in sales. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, they were going to go public in 2000, the next year. But guess Ugh. what? They spent forty-three million dollars on a website, and instead <laughs> and it they didn't got work. and they instead they were sold again. Do you know who bought it in two thousand? Is this when Bane comes in? Oh, oh, they have arrived. Oh no, Bane Capital's here. Shit. 
<laughs> in December of 2000, at the reta- at the price of $305 million, KB Toys is bought by Bain Capital and a consortium of KB Toys employees. Oh my god. So I mean, it's good that some employees have a stake in the company, but also... Oh, not just some. 200 <laughs> oh. of them. Oh my goodness, what? Do you, do you know how much Bain Capital put up for the $305 million? How much? Only 18. So they... They didn't even really put much money into it. No. Oh my God. So I don't know if you've ever looked into it. And I, I haven't looked I know into the specifics. Know. So I, I know what where we end up, but Bain I'm ready Capital to hear about the specifics. Is a toy store murderer. Yep. Um they go it's on not to kill. just a toy store murderer, it's a murderer no. of they, any they business you've ever held <laughs> they dear. Are, they are a murderer. Um they mm-hmm. would go on to eventually kill Toys R Us and they also kill F- FAO Schwartz for a little bit. Yep. I know FAO Schwartz is still around now, but not the way they used to be. Mm-hmm. Which are the three those are the three toy stores. Those are the three toy they're the big kids. Um, yeah, Bane, not, uh, Toys R Us too, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. KB yes. Toys, Toys R Us, they they get them all. They they get the three Pete. Uh so this what Bank Capital does is they find just any company. With a lot of liquid cash. Toy stores have a lot of liquid cash. Because the way toy stores mm-hmm. work is different than most other retailers. Is when... Because this is what kills Toys R Us. This is what kills KB Toys. When you get an order of Legos, you don't pay Lego right away. You have yeah. like an open credit that you're like, you're like, I'm good for it. And every quarter you pay on the credit. And that's... You just operate like that. You operate in debt. That is how a lot of big stores work. Like Target doesn't pay like sony for all of the sony shit they're just like we're good for it and like yeah we know and so you pay on it every quarter mm-hmm. yep um bane so they toys toy stores have a lot of liquid cash because 1.8 billion in sales they don't spend all of that they it's just floating yep they find someone with liquid cash they convince a lot they convince employees or people of less stake to go in with them and bane technically helps which is 18 technically. million they technically have helped um, but mm-hmm. meanwhile, these 200 KB toy managers are in for they those are just people who took loans, Brenda. They just took loans out. Yeah. Um, which is wild. I'm like 200 divided by 300 million is too much money for me to think about being in debt. Mm-hmm. Um, two years yeah. later, Bang comes back and they want a dividend payout for their original investment. Do you know what that means? That means they're they're coming to collect. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so it is called a dividend recapitalization, everybody, uh, a div- or a dividend recap, as it's called in the biz. <laughs> I've watched too many <laughs> videos. Um, essentially, it is a it is a, a leverage recapitalization on your original investment to pay out shareholders. Shareholders mm-hmm. can come in and essentially say, "I invested this much. I expect X amount. I would like all of my equity now." Instead of waiting mm-hmm. for it, you can say, "I want all of it now." And then, if you make with the theory of like. You could make more, and I'll get less, but I just want to pay out and leave right now. Liquid cash, please. Yep. Um, Knowing good well that they won't make it. And Bain doesn't mm-hmm. care. They yep. ask for $85 million, which KB finances again with more loans. Oh, God. Uh, Bain has now made 60, $67 million of profit from KB Toys. Jeez. From giving them essentially no money for their original, like quote-unquote buyout for their saviorship because like they spend too much money on a website and consolidated toy stores is like i'm fucking out <laughs> this is not gonna work anymore mm-hmm. uh so 2002 is essentially where kb died this is like the komodo dragon that is been capital bit them and they are now walking off an infected wound yeah this they 
<laughs> they will never financially recover from the Bing Capital deal ever. They <laughs> never, never make it. Financially recover from this. Exactly. Um, because at the same time, ma- the the mall is starting to die. Mm-hmm. I don't think we as shoppers realized it. It, it happened this early. I think it's only going back in time and seeing that this is when it happened. Um, malls are already starting to die. Uh, yeah. Leases are going up. Space is getting tight. Like malls are like, listen, if you're not fucking performing, you gotta go. Uh, yep. They close, uh, or not close, 950 of their like 1,200 stores were in malls. And they had $300 million of debt. Oh, so two years later... January 2004, they filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy and closed 600 stores. One-fourth of their workers are without jobs. Uh, and the creditors who are handling all this debt agree to pay out Bain what is left on their investment of what they wanted, their $85 million. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the... So in the uh, bankruptcy court, the creditors, so like Lego, Hasbro, some of these uh, bigger... Um, creditors say Bain left the co- lift KB insolvent and it's their fault and they should be at at fault for this company going under. Mm-hmm. But Bain argues in the court that KB was fine before and anything that happens after the deal is not their fault. It's not their fault that KB was bad with money, essentially. Jeez. Um, on paper, there's not much way to argue that because on paper they were fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> so again, this is Bain's signature thing because on paper everything is fine before they deal. So how is it our fault? That they made this deal. Yeah. Um, so Hasbro and Lego come back and argue, well, then it must have been the big payments to execs and majority shareholders just before the bankruptcy. That is the issue. Um, 2005, the court awards ownership of the last 644 stores to um, a capital management group who tried to restructure and, and save KB Tours. KB Stores. <laughs> KB Toy Stores? KB Toy Stores. Uh, they had 644 stores. They then tried to pare down the company to 566 stores, which still didn't work, so they closed under 120 stores. God. And that still didn't work. Because again, mm-hmm. malls are dying. They never, they are just like swimming in roughly $600 million of debt at this point. Jeez. There's like no way up from that. There's no, like, once it looks like you're not good for it, like this is what happened to Toys R Us. This is what happened to Fayo Schwartz. Like, the yeah. big kids like Hasbro and Lego, like, they're like, you're going to go under and I want my money. And like, well, I don't mm-hmm. have $400 million to give. And he's like, yeah, that's the problem. And I don't think you ever will. So we're, we're cutting off your account. Like Toys R Us, we're like leaving and yeah, Toys R Us. I think there was a Christmas where Hasbro was like, we're not giving you any toys because yeah. they were like, you can't pay on your bills. So we're out of here. Jeez. Uh, so December, 2008 KB toys goes back into bankruptcy court because they are still, swimming in debt uh they close more stores and this is where the bankruptcy court is like we're not giving you chapter 11 you're going out of business Oof. so they begin liquidating over. yeah and it's over that's you know your dad's helping tear down kb toy stores uh by february 2009 everything is closed toys r us purchase the remaining stores of kb toys they purchased uh how many did they buy up from them it's like it's like a few um uh, I don't have the exact number on my notes, but Toys R Us buys up what's left and for about $2 million in 2016, Toys R Us <laughs> forgot to renew the KB Toys license. It lapsed. So someone else snatched it up Uh-oh. and they were going to do, there's going to be this like pop-up thing in 2018 for Black Friday after Toys R Us closed because Toys R Us just got killed by Bane. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it happened again. So Bane See? does the same thing to Toys R Us. We have a Toys R Us episode about it. Uh, mm-hmm. So this, uh, who bought the license? Uh, here it is. Strategic, Strategic Marks. Marks, LLC. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I looked it up. <laughs> they were going to do a Black Friday pop-up. Because Toys R Us is closed, they're like, it's perfect. But they're like, well, actually, wait, uh, wait, we'll do it in 2019 instead. Because of, because money. Uh, so they're like, we'll wait until 2019. That's when we'll do it. <laughs> uh, and then in 2019, they were like, well, we'll hold off because we need to do a build out strategy. <laughs> like we need to, we need to approach this properly. Um, it, it won't, we have to get invest. They, they don't have any money. They're like, they mentioned investors. Like they don't, there's no way anyone's investing because this model is dead. Um, yeah. As of 2020, there's no more official news. The last thing was like December of 2020. It was like COVID, um, which is <laughs> fair and true, but there's no more official news. And if it's going to happen, they still own the KB toy license. It's still sitting in a strategic marks LLC, but Bane got another one. Uh, and the toy killer lives on. Now you mentioned mittens and I looked mittens. into it. There is no proof that Mitt Romney had anything to do with these deals. Cause he, yeah. he left Bane in 1999. Yeah. But. He was still a major investor. He still would have made a big payout from all of these toy mm-hmm. deals. He still uh, profits from it, even if he's not like the one who like put down the hammer and said like kill yeah. the toy store. Like yeah, exactly. He's still and he's, a, he's a major investor, and he's like given who he is, he's someone who would they probably talk to about major decisions. Yeah, and there's other like kind of investment capital companies just like this one that operate yeah. just like this one. So yeah. just like you know anyone who like starts one up. And is like, mm-hmm. oh, I didn't think it would kill all the toy stores. Yeah. yeah you, you, you knew. You don't care. Yeah. You don't care. <laughs> like- and Bane does this. All, this is be- bread and butter. This is their style. Um, mm-hmm. If Bane, if you see a headline like Bane bought whatever, you should be worried about your thing. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, you need to be worried about like, uh, I looked up a com- like some companies that they still own. Mm-hmm. iHeartMedia, which I'm pretty sure... Um, they're still kicking, but I'm also pretty sure that they like had some issues with leveraged buyout and almost went yes. down. Um, yes. And then like Staples and Sealy Posturepedic and a Burger King. Uh, yep. <laughs> uh, uh, Domino's. Which is dead. They own Dick. Inter- they owned Dick Entertainment, which we talked about on this podcast. Oh, Dick. <laughs> uh, like they, they just like, and is what they do is they come in as soon as you have liquid cash, they. Dividend recapitalization, leverage buyout, leave. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't if know. It, he was, yeah. al- listen, he was alive when I left. <laughs> I didn't do it. I didn't kill I was, it. Listen, off, listen, I, when I left, KB Toys was just fine. I, they, they, there was a store in a mall and they had like 10 toys, I think. I guess kids just don't like toys anymore. <laughs> um, He's like blocking like the poster that says like, toys have had a great year with his body. <laughs> like, don't look at this. Toys are doing badly. That's what killed KB toys. Kids hate toys. Toys are stupid. (laughs) They all they all buy books and you know uh, what Shania Twain CDs now. You know what kids like tax software. (laughs) (laughs) That is the rise and fall of KB toys. Um, Now, admittedly, part of it's their fault for paying forty three million dollars for a website. Yeah, I, I want to be a fly on the wall to know like what happened there. Like, you wa- oh, I know. You know, um, please tell. So they launched the website. I don't. I don't know. I have a note on this. They launched the website. They want to make sure people know about the website. 
So they have a $40 million ad campaign about the website. Oh, ads. Okay. Uh, so they didn't spend 40, they spent 2 million on the website and then they spent like 40 million on just advertise. Okay. Yes. All right. It's all and it's coming all, together. It's all website budget, right? Like it's like when, mm-hmm. when like, uh, like Spider-Man comes out, like when they release the budget for the movie, like part of it's the ad campaign. Um, $40 million is too much for an ad campaign for your that's website. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot that for is, an ad that campaign. That is. That is way oversaturation. All you need is like, it's 1998. Like you just need a fucking pop up when people sign into their AOL. Pretty much. Just Ooh. make it part of the AOL. Like your partner of AOL, just make it part of the launch screen. I don't know. <laughs> it's, like, a kid will see KB toys on their AOL screen when they log into mom's computer and click on it. That's all you need. That's it. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> you can buy toys online now, mom. So you don't have to do the whole thing where you like try to hide it from your kid while they're with you yeah, like, I, I promise every parent would have been like holy fucking shit i don't have to take is, them to the fucking mall yeah yes this is revolutionary absolutely. Absolutely. Have house, like toys delivered to the house Side incredible the fuck up <laughs> and it did okay so i don't know if you remember but did, did toys r us have more success with their website because they had toys.com right they did I don't know. I remember as a kid going to it and being unimpressed because it, it's more exciting to be there. I think that's the thing. Yeah. Is these, it's like the opposite of the blockbuster effect where they took too long to get into the internet, which is the way to go for like entertainment. Mm-hmm. For toys, like as your market for toys is primarily children. Like I love toys and adult. I'm not going to get my, like I got to spend money. So I buy less kids will always get their parents to buy more than like an adult getting a toy for themselves because they just want yeah. i mean like so, it kind of came out before the time of when like websites had figured out how to get right. kids attention right um, like it's it's boring yeah. to it like that that kb like that kb website would be judged up a little bit but it's boring yeah like um, as a kid you're like it's fun to go look at the thing and and toy toys would like back in the day they'd have the toy out right mm-hmm. so if it's like a big deal toy you might be able to touch it, but they'd be like, one of them was like sitting out, right? Like Toys R Us did those huge displays of like, here's the new Barbies. And they're like out and like posed in like ways like, oh, I could do that at my house. Or like, yeah. here's a new Hot Wheel track, you know? Um, and sometimes they'd have one out that you could like pick up or you could pick up the toy in the box. And it's like the try me button. Like you can like mess, like you can like hold it. It's like real. Because mm-hmm. kids have terrible object permeance. A thing on a screen <laughs> is not a way to get a kid to buy a thing. No. You need to have, like, Flash games on there. Yes. Like, you know, like, I don't know what K... So, maybe KB Toys also just didn't have a mascot. Like, no, I know some. I know sometimes they had, like, a bee. Like, towards the earlier years, yeah. they were like, here's a bee. And then they, but it's... There's, like, yeah. the puppets. They're, like, the puppet kids, oh. which are which were creepy. Yeah. I, hate those. <laughs> I don't know. They're maybe not a mascot. nice... Yeah, friendly giraffe. They didn't have a jingle. (laughs) I'm a Toys R Us kid. Right? Like, Uh, Toys R Us, like, had other marketing to draw you into the website. Like, KB Toys is, like, again, the whole, their whole thing is the toy store in the mall, not the toy store on your computer. And I'm not saying they could have leaned into that because malls Mm -hmm. were dying and they were not going to be able to keep up. Like, they would have had to figure something out eventually, right? Like, yeah. Malls were dying and malls were becoming less of a place for. Which made sense. It was less of a place for you to take your family and your kids. It was more a place for teenagers to hang out because all of the kids who were growing up in the 80s going to malls are now teenagers who want to hang out in malls. Still, We still wanted to hang out in malls. We still, yeah. you still take me to a mall and I don't want to leave. <laughs> like, yeah, so it's like. I still like malls. It's less, uh, it's less a place where families go to spend their day and more a place where like teens and up go to like hang out and spend time. And so you don't, 
you don't think to take your kid to the mall because you're like, now the kid is an adult and like, well, I want to go to the mall with my girlfriend and fucking go to like Hot Topic and Barnes and Noble and then like get mm-hmm. a coffee and sit around. Um, yeah. so I think that's also part of it too is like malls were dying and changing. Like malls now are much more geared towards like teens and up. But then there's, like, malls where, like, we don't want teens here at all. Like, I've I've mentioned in a previous episode that, like, at my mall, you get carded. Like, they don't let you. It's a hell. It's a hell. (laughs) (laughs) It's a hell. It's a hell. KB Toys is dead. And Bank Capital will keep on doing this forever. (laughs) Who's going to be next? I suspect it's going to be Staples. Have you been to a Staples recently? Oh, my God. It's sad. (laughs) Last time I went to Staples, it smelled like pee. Woof. It did. It really did. It smelled like um, pee. (laughs) And I I think it's sad, you know, because there's no, like, Target is listed as a big box toy store now. And I'm like, technically, and that's, I guess, the place you would take a kid to look at toys, but I think it's a bummer. And I talked about Free Toys R Us, and I'm talking about KB Toys, and if I talk about FAO Schwartz, if I ever do the history of them, I'll talk about it again. (laughs) I think it's a huge bummer that there's not a store for kids to go to and feel like this is a store for me because i think it's important not in a materialistic way or in like a like stuff way but in a way of like i think it's important for kids to have space that is like this is my space and this is like we come here for me and i get to like be a kid and like it's focused on me because there's not places for kids to do that like we don't we barely like chuck e cheese feels more for like preteens with how they structure things Mm -hmm. there's not a space for like a kid to go and feel like this is for them and the world wants to make things for you as well. It feels like the world is like, you're a kid and I will bring you along. And then when you're older, things will be for you. But right now who cares, which can really fuck you up. Yeah. We didn't have to deal with that. And I feel like, you know, all of the places that we considered for us. So like, you know, the Disney store was always like Mm -hmm. a fun place to go. Like Mm -hmm. there aren't any more Disney stores. I think they just did like, there might be like one or two, but I think they're almost all completely dead. And their replacement for that is having a space in Target. That's like the Disney store at Target. Um, and Target's definitely doing the best. I've seen some like mm-hmm. restructuring in toys, like in Target stores that gives like mm-hmm. a larger area for, um, kids toys and has like yeah. more interactive features for kids toys, but mm-hmm. it's still, it's still just a Target. Like at the end yeah. of the day, they're doing the best out of all of the stores in making a space for children, but it still mm-hmm. is a Target and it's harder yeah. than ever right now because of the coronavirus because you can't touch things. Yeah, so, exactly. So it's, it's um, so, it's extremely different because right? like, it's target is slowly just becoming a contained mall because it's the same idea mm-hmm. of like i want to go like look at patio furniture and like well i want to go look at the iphone and like you want to go to the toy aisle or whatever but the same idea like you can't let your kid wander target because some like one it's not safe and two someone please be like why are you fucking wandering my store yeah um target really feels like an old-fashioned department store because we yeah. kind of got away from like having a store that had everything mm-hmm. back to having a store that had everything exactly. so this is kind of like you know like macy's would have like a big toy section like back exactly. in like, the 40s and the 50s exactly um, so this really feels like that again and they just kind of keep getting bigger and bigger mm-hmm. that you can eat there it really i know this isn't the topic but like target really feels like an old-fashioned department store yeah um and, like, when people are like, oh, they don't have department stores like they used to. And I'm like, just stop and, like, think about a Target yeah. for a second. And um, I would agree that it feels yeah. like that's what they're becoming. But, again, I 
It's not the same. It's not the same. I think I think it's important for kids to have that. And if you have something like that in here, if you have if you somehow have a local toy store still, um, please support them and cherish them because yeah. kids need a space to go and just be excited and be a kid and have the whole experience be about them. There's more still- than just more than just their yeah. birthday, right? Like I, you could go yeah. to the toy store like once a like it was like a thing like once a week and i didn't get everything every time i mean once Yu-Gi-Oh became a thing i got a Yu-Gi-Oh pack every time but it was like about me like friday mm-hmm. or friday morning friday after school or saturday morning or in the summer friday morning like it was about me yeah or it was just, about like, me and my know, siblings and that was important yeah it's like you just get to go there and it's like you don't always get a toy but you don't always need a toy you know yeah. um you i get have to a couple shop. like you, yeah. you do it as an adult it's fun it's it's fun I have one more thing about KB Toys. Yes. Um, Austin, did you watch Hawkeye? Yes. Okay. Did you, do you remember the, was it episode three or four where they're fighting in that toy store? Yes. And what is that toy store? Is it KB Toys? It is a KB Toy Store. So go back and watch that episode. It might be episode four. Um, it is a KB Toy Store, which is really funny to me because it's definitely not a KB Toy Store. They think yeah. they just, <laughs> they were like, what can we, what toy store? I mean, because it takes place in New York. KB's yeah. Toys never had a flagship New York location. Toys R Us did. FAO Schwartz still does. Yep. Um, this, Can't use those. <laughs> yeah, it's like this fight takes place in an abandoned toy store. Um, and it's huge, so it's the size of a Toys R Us. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, what toy store could we put on this wall that won't cost us million dollars? Because <laughs> the Toys R Us IP is like making tiny moves, which I... Mm-hmm. The stupid nostalgia part of my brain is excited about and the practical part of my brain is pissed about. <laughs> like, yeah. But so, yeah, it's like there's like big murals on the wall. that's like KB Toy Store and like their 90s logo. And it's like, this is, I know. Oh, wow. Look, I know this is for me. You're pandering to me, specifically me, Brenda, Brenda, um, <laughs> last name, <laughs> me. Um, but uh, yeah, so go go back and check it. And then also one last thing before we go. Um I mentioned Toys R Us is like making moves. They've announced that they are going to have toy sections in Macy's. Oh. And I think that that goes live like pretty soon. Okay, because I know we talked we did the episode they were doing that weird like it was weird like kids can look at iPads and toys and it's like that's not what kids want to do. That sounds boring. Yeah. Um and then like they they'd announced a while ago that they were doing Toys R Us at Macy's and then they did like a very kind of like cheesy cheap Macy carries really cheap awful like bad toys yeah just Um, terrible toys bottom of the barrel toys why Uh, are these toys even here toys yeah so toys r us has like there's like a section on macy's website that is like a um online portal for toys r us right and i can't find a date on when they're supposed to be creating a section in the store specifically but -hmm. supposedly that's coming and they'll have like more like upscale toys instead of like the cheap crap that macy's carries (laughs) right now (laughs) So we'll keep. I mean, that's exciting. We'll keep, yeah, we'll keep you posted. It still sucks, like what Toys R Us did to like all of their employees, only to kind of just like immediately backtrack and try to make a comeback. But right. it's like you but said, always, yeah, always remember always. who who loaded the gun. Yeah, who handed them the knife? <laughs> exactly. So um, if I go to Macy's, I'll update everyone in the new segment like how it looks. But I just never go to Macy's. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not my store. Um, but that's it, and that's it for. That was it for KB Toys and Toys R Us and watch out for that toy killer. Uh, have a have a good one, everybody. Have a good one. I'm gonna go play Pokemon. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>
God needs me. Thank you everyone for listening to this episode of Secret Histories of Nerd Mysteries. Our music was provided by Esperanza Garay Negron, and you can find their music on Bandcamp at knifenun.bandcamp.com. Our introduction was voiced by Cafe 3G. You can find him under that handle on Twitter and Instagram. This podcast is a part of the Nacellecast Podcast Network. You can find us at Nerd Mysteries on Twitter. The show is edited and produced every week by the amazing host Brenda. And as a reminder, please, please, please... For listening to Apple Podcasts, throw us a five-star review. Helps to show it a lot. Tell a friend about the show. And until next time, historians, see ya.